0: I'm E, I'm
1: Rob. Peace is ill conscious. Yeah, yeah. Alan E. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Watermall. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: International. Knack Mandela. Know what I'm saying? Super yeah. Saiyan Knack Daddy. What up? What up, Jay Boy? Yeah. Uh. What up, Yeah. Got right. friends. So, yeah. So. Yo, the mini men that we've seen are just gotta slip like guinea pigs. They is beat up pillars of Willie Lynch. Social economics is still in a penny pinch. The semi-grip and we let it rip through your finny trench. Impotence to lead to dismemberment. Seize the premises and squeezing it till you leak it with hemorrhages. Classical literature like the epic of yoga Blessed from the pilgrimage, still oppressed to this wilderness. Devil's kneel at the silhouette. i stealth for defenders. My rivals fell, keep the title belt for pretenders. My sperm is vital to Michael Phelps to the swimmers. Tiger to quiet land of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Mother, were are on board away from the food abundant bonded theburg will be never trust what they spearwin because what they are was supposed to be the are doing in the last days and it's coming for to circle
0: the gravitates and the touch of the universe welcome to the next movement y'all thank you so much for joining us tonight ill it's a pleasure we've been wanting to have you on for months now Rob and I always talk about you so we're we appreciate your time
1: thank you for having me it's a pleasure to honor
3: uh, we always like to start out just by checking in with folks. I know it's a strange time in our country, strange time in the world. How's life been for you recently?
1: Man, I honestly, I've just been surrounding myself, you know, with the people that love me the most. Uh, my children, you know, my family, my brothers. And, you know, we we're, we're affected tremendously. You know, we can't go overseas. We can't do what we normally do with the music. But for right now, we're making the best out of the situation. You know, and it's making us closer to our babies. Um, you know, we're starting to know and, and and associate ourselves with a lot of good morals and and good values that you know we can actually practice out because we're here with the family. So, you know, it, and it's it's, it's kind of the good with the bad. You take the good with the bad. You know what I mean? And it's just we just here now. You know, we right. we dealing with it. Right.
3: Yeah. it Sounds like you're trying to make the best of it.
1: Absolutely, man.
0: I might have missed this, ill, but have you done any? live sets on instagram or youtube um i know that's been pretty popular over the last couple of months you know like you said artists aren't able to tour in person so i've wondered if you done anything digitally so actually um you
1: actually have something coming up this sunday's which is why um i'm linking out with my brother We about to go through some practice runs through the set and everything um nice. so it's a uh, rock house doc Ock. it's usually based in new york but he's coming down to baltimore for for a baltimore edition and, you know, got uh, Dirt Platoon on the bill, J-Royale, myself, um, and a couple other good brothers, you know what I mean, that's repping Baltimore well. And that's going to be the first show I've done since, I want to say, April. Wow. I'm anxious, and this is not like me at all. I need to keep, like, pushing, and I need to keep performing and everything. I'm one of those type of artists. And when I get stagnant, you know, I, I-, I get affected, you know. You know mm-hmm. Sometimes I might not rap for a week or two. And you know i just go into this weird ass show but i think this show right now is going to help motivate us to really keep pushing with the the show aspect of it and the adaptation of it you know what
3: i mean Mm -hmm. uh you've got this new uh project out this ep epic of gilgamesh yeah how has the pandemic you know current state of things like impacted the way that you've promoted that has it has it changed that in any way
1: well for the most part uh we kind of did we want what we wanted to do with this project so there wasn't a there wasn't a label behind it. It was kinda uh, you know, it was it was it wasn't a really a a rush to get the project out and really to market it anywhere. Um, I wanted to do the whole PR thing with it, but I figured I could just do that stuff myself or just kinda let the album kinda just sell itself organically. And that's what we really been doing. Um I mean my main primary focus has been my Acres of Diamonds project that's coming out in December. So we put this out. It was a nice uh you know, it was it was a fresh refresher for me um to keep honing my skills and everything and also wrote about a lot of the things that i was going through this year since the pandemic started so it you know it it was a way out for me you know i mean it was a good outlet for me to get my get my thoughts and everything together while i go through this acres of diamonds phase that's like that's like my escobar season acres of diamonds (laughs) so get get prepared
3: Well, it's interesting to hear you say that. That the main focus has been on Acres of Diamond because because the Gilgamesh project is a dope project.
1: I appreciate. It. My thing is with projects like I listen to them so often as I'm creating, when I get it out, it's a huge relief for me. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's like one of those things. Uh, when the consumer appreciates it, then I know that I've done my job. I've heard very reviews about this project because it's it's, used, it's a very unorthodox unusual project for me. It's not the ordinary boom-bap sound that people are accustomed to hear me on. And But I felt like, you know, this is the type of music that I wanted to make. Um, a lot of the concepts on there were inspired through, you know, my children and just being home. Mm-hmm. being Just being home a lot more, you know, and with the whole current state of affairs with hip-hop and the whole sound and the wave that it's carrying right now. You know, that unorthodox style, that sound, that kind of you know, cultivated those weird sounds is kind of what I wanted to rock on, you know. It's not exactly, you know, that slowed down shit, but it still gives you those messages as well, you know. That same ill-conscious concepts that you uh, know, know me for, you know. so
0: Do you think that a lot of expectations are placed on you because people... Gravitate towards that boom bat sound. I mean, that's how I found you. I was really drawn yeah. to sorcery with MZ Boom Bap. I mean, it's just it's it was a breath of fresh air for somebody that grew up in the golden age of hip hop. And so it made me right. wonder if that's you know when you stray outside of those lines, if if you often get that feedback if people place these expectations on you and your sound.
1: Yeah, uh, typically that's how it is. I've I've even uh, purposely. Started to slow down the flow,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: that people can actually catch the content in which I'm saying. You know, because it, it seems like all smoke and mirrors with the double entendres and, and, and the flips and, and the double times and all of that. But you know, when I slow it down, I want you to know that it is just as potent. You know, so mm-hmm. I do get I do get that feedback sometimes. But the majority of the consumers and, and the supporters, they all rock with what I'm doing. You know, what I mean, they they really see the the evolution of it. They really, you know, they really understand it and everything that I'm yeah. going through. So it's, it's subject to whatever opinions, you know, I'm not, I'm yeah. not um. mad at all.
2: Whatever they say. The ratchet, the ways like the Lazarus, the valorous. We ain't establishment. We're we'll the cadaverous. You merely a fashionist. Many pass to the ancient mathematics. Trapped in the abacus. Giving me rap, they need to react, so they try to come after this. To so take it with has come they slit the reptilian tongues. and so circling the chip when incision is done. Seven the children and villages, equipped with militant drums, by criminal funds and government drilling inside of these six reptilian tongues. Dwelling in the of friction of elements, where they are from. I am the one. Take a flight to the Corribe, you sip it with sending your rum, like the Mandela with feckers, a hell of a better, you're sending your bliber, you come. Addiction encrypted with ads, sinning in codes. The shit I composed, digital scrolls, believing your soul, strong as a war against only can sip with the goat. Until we could fiscal a million, given that cripple a feel, when this particular bill was crippled while hitting the switcher with sipping the triple still They drag on the back, so these bags was zoned against cloaks, to see your technology, reenactment, system the they don't even
3: hope. Thinking about the EP some more. And one of the things that has just stood out to me about the project is the attention to detail and the like co- cohesiveness of it. And the fact that it's like, what, seven tracks, I think? Which, for a lot of folks, is an album these days.
1: Going into 2020, I had no idea that I would create that project. Like, that wasn't on the agenda for nothing. You know, I a title of it. I came up with the title in, in July, you know? So I like to create and then come up with the title of the projects. Uh, at the end, because I feel like I'm horrible with titles, <laughs> you know. So I think the yoga message kind of fell in place because uh, Aloe Eight, he wanted to, uh, he he came to me with like, "Yo, I'm trying to do a track with you. I have these dream collabs. I want to see you on." One of them being the King Loaf track, mm-hmm. and you know he, you know he took care of the business or whatever, and we did the track, and it was, and it turned out to be dope, and. You know, it moved on to other tracks and another track, and it, it soon became like, yo, we got enough for let's do an EP, you know? So mm. you made it happen like that, man, and it kind of came together organically. We were speaking to each other on Instagram a lot, you know, uh, making sure that we was on one the and we kind of had this interest, man, the same way of thinking, and it's easier to work with a person like that, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? So I just felt like it was appropriate, you know?
0: Did making the EP during this time Was it therapeutic for you? Did it help you maintain
1: Yes, Yes, definitely because I was able to do a lot of things that I've never done before on on my tracks. You know, a lot of people they know me for the, you know, the conscious lyrics and, you know, the you know, even flipping it with street shit and all that, but they haven't heard too many tracks that really, you know, embody everything that I was going through or or who I was as a man and Mm -hmm. the things that I'm going through just going through personally in my life. So I was able to get my daughter on there. Uh, You know, I was able to talk about some things that was near and dear to my heart. And, you know, I just felt like it it really helped me. It really helped me get through some times. And, and, you know, a lot of the shit that I'm speaking and like that track to my babies, for for instance, you know, as we know, the court systems, the courts and everything are down right now. So it's like a lot of things that I'm fighting, going through with legally, I can't necessarily, you know, do that. Mm. Because we're stuck in the pandemic, so I gotta really just get it out mm. in a way that I can, you know, creatively.
3: You've said that your main focus right now is the Acres of Diamonds project. I heard you in another interview say that you lost the rhyme books that you had written the lyrics to this album in.
1: Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. So, um, the the video mutiny yeah. uh, that I put out earlier this year. So. This was going to be. I, I, I intended for Acres of Diamonds to come out around the time that The Epic of Gilgamesh came out, and Mutiny was one of the first tracks that I recorded, and I was like, All right, I'm gonna shoot this. I like what I like to do is I like to shoot videos prematurely, so like the album can be nowhere near done. You'll just be waiting, <laughs> you know, because I just like to work like that for some reason. So we was at the we was at the video shoot. I had two book bags, right? I had round books in one, and I had the other, and I it had a just empty book bag. This shit was just empty, nothing was in. Now, I don't know what happened, but we, we went from downtown to West Baltimore, to East Baltimore, and we had like a little entourage with us and everything. And next thing I know, bro, I could not find those book bags to save my life. <sighs> like, that shit, that shit was crazy. Like, just the thought of that la Look, man, I'm, I'm shaking up right now and shit thinking <laughs> about that shit. God, dang. But yeah, man, so it really took some time and the Epic of Gilgamesh really helped me kind of just get motivated again. So now I'm back in that creative space, I'm back in that motivated space and now I'm like I'm out for blood right now, man. Like I'm out, I'm ready.
3: With the um the pace of release schedule these days, it seems like some cats are dropping projects like once a month, every other month. Do you feel any pressure yeah. to like put new stuff out?
1: No, nah, cause my shit is more John Blaze than the niggas, man. You know, son. <laughs> but <laughs> no, man, it's more. So look, look, it's it, like for real, for real. Like realistically, I got children, man. I got an like, actual life and, and mm-hmm. shit. So I, I, I can't. I don't see how motherfuckers do that. Like to be honest, right. like because they'll put out, they'll put out ten albums a year, and only one of the albums is the actual, you know, worth listening to. Because y'all. Y'all oversaturating your rhymes and, mm-hmm. and saying the same shit. A lot of the shit's starting to sound repetitive. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of these cats that that are putting out these multiple and numerous projects a year, it's starting to sound it's starting, it's just a redundant scheme. Yeah, like, I yeah. feel like you watered down your brand doing that. You know what I mean? Cool. So you know, that's just that's just how I feel. Though. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Who am I?
3: Right. <laughs> so the pain of losing those rhyme books is really about like losing those rhymes and not necessarily about pressure to put out the project.
1: Oh no, nah, not at all. Cause that project, I like. I have to outdo myself, you know. I, I am my biggest competition. Like that's that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Always been that way. Always been a confident artist, and always felt like, you know, like there. I haven't heard anyone that I that I feel threatened by, me personally. So it was really about just the rhymes and trying to conjure up something that was as dope as those rhymes. Mm-hmm. And you know, for the most part. It really wasn't as bad as I thought it was because I knocked out all of the feature tracks. Like, I got a joint on there with Jay. I got a uh, joint on there with Planet Asia, Rome Streets, King Magnetic, okay. uh, my brother uh, Snook Brook from Duplatoon. And those are all the features, you know. And it's going to be 14 tracks on the album. So I'm very excited, you know, for you guys to hear this new project because I'm really trying to dig deep yet still bring it back to that, you know, old essence feel. Uh, no pun intended, but I'm talking about like back when people were people know me for, you know what I mean? That 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 fast flowing delivery, that those cadences, those double entendres but still keep it conceptually sound, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you consider yourself a uh, perfectionist?
1: Oh crazy. A uh, crazy <laughs> like, like, come on, right. Like, <laughs> you know, you know, hell yeah, like I agonize over like the smallest things that I guess the casual MC or the casual rap fan won't understand, you know? Mm. So like for me, I, I just I need to make sure that I for one, I need to make sure I know my rhymes before I go inside of any booth to lay it down because I I need to be confident in it for it to come out the way it comes out. You know, so I don't know, man. It's just one of them things where I need to constantly outdo myself and my previous work. And with with projects like Acres of Diamonds, I feel like my biggest competition with Acres of Diamonds it, is probably the prerequisite. Mm. You know, like the prerequisite is one of those albums that I personally would say is probably my favorite of mine. Mm. So yeah, I mean, Acres of Diamonds is going to take that, take it to the next level.
0: I wanted to ask about Ryman. Um... So one of the things I th- I most enjoy about you is when I see you on said radio show or see a video of you doing an interview, you know, with some platform is watching you freestyle. So I wonder if you are doing that off off the top of your dome, or or do you just have rhymes that you can just go to and say, "All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna do this."
1: Yeah, no, that definitely wasn't off the top of the dome. My thing is, my thing is, when I'm at these radio stations. Like say forty five, and mm-hmm. these, these are like once in a lifetime opportunities. So, yeah. at any given, at some of them was definitely a showcase my pen overall. You know, because yeah. it's like I I'm, when I'm in the playground, when I'm with my my, my brothers and, and all of that, we at shows or open mic, wherever we at. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. I'm
1: down for a freestyle session. We actually do these improm uh, shows here in Baltimore where we're just improm and freestyling over loud instrumentation. But when it comes to radio, and I'm on a big blogging platform, I want to showcase the penmanship as much as I possibly
0: can. Got it. You know?
3: I'm thinking about what you said about being a perfectionist, and, and something that I heard you talk about in a, in another interview. You, you describe yourself as someone who like pays great attention to detail, who's like always noticing things like words and concepts. Uh, it just sounds like you, yeah. you have a sort of different awareness. and. I wonder where that comes from. Like where do you think you you've gotten that awareness
1: from? Man, I just I just paid attention to like <laughs> language arts and mm. English <laughs> and all of those classes, man. I was you know, I was just I was big on that on those concepts, on those those literary concepts and you know, I just had I just had took, took a liking to that shit. You know, I like the flip words, uh and just the the dexterity of it, the whole idea of that you can manipulate something to sound like a way. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm nerdy with that shit. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. nerds. Uh, but, I, but I ain't got it. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, that's <laughs> how it that works. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I can't really explain it. You know, I, I recognize that it's definitely a gift for the most part. You know, I wouldn't take it lightly and take it for granted at all. And I need to constantly hone it, or I understand that I will lose it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why I feel like I'm moving at a consistent, constant pace. Um, I have more wisdom, I'm growing as a band and I have a lot more content to bring it to the arsenal, you know. Yeah.
3: So. you you've also talked about like being someone who reads and and gets inspiration from books and yeah. stories.
1: So I said I'll read any band thing, I'll read a newspaper, i you know what I'm saying? I'll pay I just pay attention to my surroundings and the words and everything,
3: you know, and and conversation. Are you someone that reads books?
1: Yeah, I am. I read a lot of, um, you know, historical documents, documentations, anything related to uh, our roots, our ancestors, Mm -hmm. things of that nature, holistic books, um, recipes, you know what I mean, different shit like that. Yeah, I like some science fiction. You know, I'm into a lot of different little shit, man. You know what I mean? And you know, I'll pick a newspaper up quick. I'll read some of the articles. If I'm if I'm at a damn computer, I'm on Yahoo News or some other shit. I'm just constantly just feeding my mind, and constantly just trying to see what's going on in the real world. You know?
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, that definitely comes through in the lyrics in the rhymes. <sighs>
2: Yeah, the bread and wine at the tables like I've been consecrated, but my people's feeling the disapproval, the condemnation. The innocent in the prisons never exonerated The real criminal sitting still, garnishing wages. Wow. We was having gripes since the fight for the civil rights. Don't be surprised if your heart is sight for the missile strikes. Yeah. The brother in my ear be speaking, we Israelite. Trying to avoid a visual light and just live a holistic life. Creating verses for inspirational purpose. Man, my faith in breaking these generational curses. No faith to these venerational churches and artificial intelligence replacing the interchangeable person. The war is euphoric with chronic usage. But technological improvements influence human robotic movements. The conscious alkalis they their body stop stopping mucus. The monsters plot to send the food to the high
0: pollutant. I had a question about, just to go back a little bit, music videos. Um, that's, that's another thing that I really enjoy when you put these out. Do you contribute a great deal to the artistic direction of the videos? Um, are you working side by side with the director saying, this is what I want to do, and then they're making it happen?
1: Absolutely. So, I'm I'm highly involved in that process, <laughs> all the way down to the wardrobe, <laughs> to all That stuff. because I like to push the envelope, and I like how people. I don't like to sound I like to be controversial, but I like for people to question their normal way of thinking or normal way of how they do and you know perceive things. So, you know, I, man, oh, man, I I love it. Like I love the whole creative mm-hmm. aspect of it. A lot of the time, the last two videos that we just bought, just put a video out before I uh, called in. <laughs> so you guys can check that. Right? I was just going to say, I pulled up Instagram. Yeah, you got
3: a clip of a new video on Instagram right now. Yeah,
1: it's, that, it's, it's Awakening. It's the is it's the joint, it's the joint. Gil- the joint, it's um, But yeah, the last few videos, that video and Tabernacle was actually shot by me and my uh, brother, Marcus Sinkins, which actually serves as like my business partner. I call him my manager, but that's my brother, so he he likes me to call him my business partner, you know. And uh, we actually shot that with a combination of an iPhone, of an iPhone, and 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 another type of camera. I don't know the type of camera he had or whatever. And we got the brother Trillis bliss that usually that has shot a couple of videos of mine to just edit them. So you know, we've been trying to make things. Uh, cost effective for us less cost effective for us in the middle of this pandemic. And we realized that the work still doesn't stop, you know, the work continues, you know, we just got to find different ways to make it happen. so we usually would be be traveling to New York or Boston or something and get him to shoot us. But, you know, in circumstantial situations, you know? Yeah. Got to keep it moving. Yeah, man.
0: This is, this is random. So sp- speaking of um, music videos, I wanted to ask about heavyweight rhyme writers. So I think I just noticed for the first time that you filmed part of it in classic material. So I was, I was yes. wondering how that came about. I I love classic material. I, they get all my money. I love Carlos. I love how he represents the culture. So I was wondering how that came about.
1: Oh uh, man, you've been supporting me for, man, for, for years, man. Yeah. So. Like, so, you know, we was heavy up New York and everything, and so he would always hit me up on Instagram, we would always chop it up, always supporting, always sharing shit and all of that. And we just happened to be, you know, we was in Brooklyn, and we was going to Harlem, we was going everywhere and shit. We ended up hitting the money, like, yo, come by the the shop, like, well, all right, well, we're shooting a video right now, we're going to come through, we're going to shoot a video. Did a cameo in, and you had brothers in the video like Jay Sean, I, Rod and, mm-hmm. and a couple other cats that was in there. You know what I mean? So it was all love, man. It was all love, yo. And definitely, whenever I get up there again, you know, I'm supposed to go up there and chop it up with some more. You know?
0: He's you know? dope. He is. That's he's a really big supporter of of hip hop in general, but definitely underground cats. He's always hating uh, for folks. Yeah.
1: Mhm. That's my wow. brother right there. J.D.,
4: A.O. Zai, Fonte, another little brother presentation, sending us out across the nation, I'm a Hell of a problem. Nobody has the answer. No. Poopy, spread it out like a body of cancer. My stanza, get it going like a car, <gasps> ushering a new era like this y'all. Uh, I'm show. raw, stripped down, no minerals, a distilled MC, no chemicals, no subliminals, a smooth criminal. before the rape charge, I shake it, bake, bring terror to your squad. My piss ferocious. I'm so focused, and I pray to God that the world knows this exposes flaws in your scheme, dog. Me and Dilla go hard, my lord no problems problems i'm a nigga that'll solve them solve them without a doubt yeah i'm in the booth cold knocking niggas out tell my tales by word of mouth yeah, you know
3: me so ill every episode we ask uh, our guests to pick a pick a classic influential album to them something that's impacted you and uh-huh. just have a chat about it so you chose little brother's uh, second album the minstrel show so, yeah, so, that was my shit. Yeah, tell <laughs> us about that. Tell us about your relationship with that album.
1: All right, so I didn't know. So this is that was my introduction to Little Brother, right? The menstrual show, the second album, right? So I was in high school. So this is like probably 05, 06 or some shit like that. And a friend of mine, well, I didn't even know this guy. I had, had a class with this um, guy named Jordan who ended up being one of my best friends, you know what I mean, long-term best friends and shit. And... He was a huge underground hip hop fan, and it was just mad shit. He would pull out CDs and shit, like booklets of CDs with with everybody shit. And you know, he uh, was banging his little brother shit in his little Walkman and shit like that. Was like, What's that shit? i listened to it. Listen to the, I think it was the track with Elza I listened to and shit. That shit crazy. Shit have me hooked. <laughs> and so from there, I kind of I went into that shit. I even. At that time, I was kind of starting out my my little rap career and shit like that, okay. thinking I could rap. And I was doing mixtapes. I ended up using a loving it joint and and doing a track to that joint on a mixtape, and that shit was fire. And yo, like from there, like Little Brother just became became one of my favorite groups. I saw I saw them in concert a couple times, uh, you know what I mean, and. It was just it was just a dope situation. I like that organic feel that they brought. You know, they wasn't trying to be nothing that they were, It was repping exactly who they were. Mm. And I respected that shit so much, yo. Like, that shit was just, it was dope to me, you know? Yeah. Just two two regular brothers from the South and just crushing shit, you know? And also, Fonte, to me, is one of the, the dopest lyricists of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, he, he's underrated as shit. A lot of people don't give him the flowers they deserve, you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely.
0: Do you have a sense of who else was listening to Little Brother in Baltimore? Was it The menstrual Show, an album that yeah. people were bumping?
1: So, look, a lot of people in Baltimore don't fuck with none of that shit. Like, none of that <laughs> shit flies like, that under- <laughs> <laughs> like, but we But I had a group of uh, homeboys that we all listen to mm-hmm. real hip-hop mixes. So, mm-hmm. like, they was into it real heavy. And they kind of sucked me under into the spell and shit. Like, in the beginning, I wasn't no super real hip hop boom back. I was listening to the shit on the radio. Yeah. You know, but I was fine. I had fucking Nelly CDs when I was in middle school and shit. Like, <laughs> you know, the little yeah. CDs that come in the mail and shit. Like, yeah. Some yeah. 99 cent, you know, 10 them. Hey, I had them, them shit been coming in the mail and shit. Snoop and all the crazy ass shit. So I ain't really getting to boom back until like 06, 05, 06. And the shit just went went crazy from there. Y'all just fell in love with that shit, and you mm-hmm. kept that close knit type friends that that was just listening to that that real shit. You know?
3: Yeah, you you're really supporting my theory about uh, like the regional aspect of hip hop, at least at yeah. that time, and how it really influenced like what you had access to and what what you ended up listening to. I grew I grew up in Maryland myself, so. I, my story is similar. Like I was only listening to what was on the radio. I was getting those BMG Columbia House ninety nine cent albums <laughs> yeah. in the mail, and yeah, like you, I, did, I little brother was not on my radar until much later.
1: Yeah, I mean that's how, that's kind of how that should go, man. You know what I mean? Like that's how I mean, that, that's how it's going to be with me. Someone's not going to discover mm-hmm. me until the tenth album, and they're going to be mind fuck and blown. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It i is. think it speaks to how we used to access music too i mean now it's a hell of a lot easier yeah back then like it was like you said it was word of mouth it was friends in high school i mean that was my experience too like that's how you found out about said artist um before all the digital platforms i mean now you get all these suggestions when you listen to somebody on spotify or whatever um but back then you had to work for that you know it really was regional then
1: yeah it definitely it definitely was and you know, and even even with local artists, you don't you didn't used to know who was the dopest local artist unless you went around into them clubs, you you was actually there and, and, you, and you witnessed it for yourself, and you battled some dudes and all that. Now nah, everybody's everybody's MC, man. Well, not nah, everybody's a rapper, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a lot of oversaturated corniness mm. in this underground industry right now, man. Right? It's, yeah, getting it's out of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna
3: ask how much the concept from the Minstrel show has like influenced you or informed like decisions you've made as an artist. I get the sense that it's had a big impact. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. yeah, because because it definitely it, it it allowed me and taught me how to keep my integrity as an artist. You know, like throughout the whole that whole album, it was kind of preaching that you know, yeah. mm-hmm. while also showcasing being a man and, and, and growing up, yet being a savage spitter. You know what I mean? So, integrity is everything to me. I actually just just recorded a joint with Aeson Eastwood. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with the brother. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, But he's, uh, I just said that, integrity is everything. That was the whole concept of that joint. And so, if I can create, con- continue to keep my artistic integrity intact, then I feel like everything's going to be all good with Ill Man. Uh, we gonna be good, like the the legacy and and the foundation is built. so it's really just, you know about just getting out to the mess.
4: Don't beat, don't rhymes. Sip ain't really that hard, man. I'm doing what I can do, man. What else I want? you know? Uh, we spent the last year writing rhymes, doing shows and chopping records and traveled all around the world, spread the message. Cause ain't no rest for the weary when it comes to my team We only sleep on December the 32nd DJ's dissing that album before they check it Dealing with their managers and program directors And even though I try not to stress it Sometimes it feels like a waste of time and not worth the effort Nah, but I won't let it Put a block on my team, hustle for a second Foo be keepin' rushing as long as Tay and I on the mic And life is on percussion These frontin' dudes can't say nothing. It was only time, for we finally spoke out Plenty cold nights ahead I suggest you get your coats out No time to stand here, lips poked out We bought to close out, let's thaw it up
3: There's a brief period on that Minstrel Show album where they sort of talk about not getting love from people in-state oh. People in Carolina and like not really
1: I know about that all too much, bro. I still <laughs> know about you. So <laughs> yeah. do you know? Do you know that people here they they troll me online? <laughs> they uh, create these top five local artists, and myself or or my brother who, who just dropped the hottest album of the year are in none of these lists. Mm. You know, so
3: yeah,
1: it, it, it's disrespectful and like like they don't see where we're going. Like we ain't been the only artists touring overseas the last five years. You know what I mean? So it's definitely real. That that envy in your own city is real. And I say that walking through Baltimore City right now. You know what I mean? So
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Favorite track on Minstrel Show.
1: Favorite track on the Minstrel Show. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I like to join mm-hmm. Taste the Illest Point Blank, Periat, mm-hmm. whatever track that is, I can't remember it right <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that shit go hard, and I like the joint with Elza. Uh, yeah, you know, the joint with the uh, the bust, the rhyme sample, and all that shit. The joint when he talking to his uh, father and everything, I definitely can believe to that. Mm. So you know, yeah, can't remember the names of them tracks. Sometimes I can't remember the names of my shit.
0: <laughs> I, I hear you. I I can't remember the names of yeah, anything. And uh, ain't no need in getting teary eyed. the illest point blank. Period.
4: Plus I got niggas in D.C. that are you kitchen for three G's And a box of yums carry out Outlook looking scary now nah. They was frontin' before But now they seeing that we serious This ain't a peace talk So motherfuckers say you sweet talk For reservations at the Marriott they say birds of a feather often flock together. But me and Big Pooh rock together. And if not forever, I'ma reach to the sky and keep flying high like we got propellers. Goddamn, y'all boys doing it, they stop to tell us. And if God propels us to the top, I won't go pop. No need to act a fool in public, cause when you ego trip, you just lose your luggage. And wealth. I ain't got no time to play with you. I'm Fonte International. stage dripper done. Make friends and make figures while you stuck on the front porch. Mad like you fixin' fixing the shade, mister. That's reality, so color me purple. My name and history,
3: nigga. That's all I work for. Better keep it moving like the laws for inertia. Police, Carolina boys, come hurt you. Better tell them about it. It look like you've got some more work coming Outside of Acres of Diamonds, it sounds like you've been working with
1: Phonics. Yeah, my man, Phonics. Supposed to be doing an EP together at some point, whenever the, you know, the stars align and all of that. We've been dishing ideas back and forth with one another. Um, I got logistics too in the making. I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna say that's gonna be a summertime release, 2021. To the litch, you know, import export, mm-hmm. which has been in the making it since 2015, but one reason or another, it didn't really drop yet because we had issues with the mixing and engineering and everything, and we just wanted that shit to be right. Uh,
3: the Tutelage, that's the project with j Royale. Yeah, so that that shit is
1: about to be one of them projects, one of them, yeah, trust me on that.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. We believe you. We were talking about it before you joined us. Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: hold up. Yeah, we weren't waiting on that one for a minute, so... Can't wait to hear that.
1: Yeah, Tudelich is going to be one of those things that we hopefully want you guys to be able to say that this body of work rivals the great bodies of work, such as like the infamous, mm. or you know what I mean, or anything along that line, you know what I mean, of, of classic material. So we've definitely been influenced by a great era, and you know, we want to make sure we bring that energy, but, but keep it, you know, Baltimore, you know?
3: You know, things happen when they're supposed to, right? The time is right when the time is right. And it seems to me that you guys have been building towards this. Like each release, uh, I just feel like it's better and better. So I imagine the time will be right.
1: We actually recorded the whole project back in 2015, 2016. But, you know, the one thing about me and Jay is that we evolve so quickly over time. So it's like, to hear those old tracks, you know, we kind of cringe at it because Mm. we're so much (laughs) polished, so much more polished than we were. And we'll still put them out eventually, but we want to make something now. Now that we're both at the height, at our our pinnacle of our projects and and careers right now. It's only appropriate to now have a meeting of the minds at this point in time and make something crazy.
3: Yeah, no doubt. Alright, so we wanna let you uh we wanna let you go and do your thing with Jay, but before you go, uh what what should people look out for? How can they keep uh, uh, keep up to date with you?
1: Man, y'all can go to illconscious.com, y'all can go to Instagram, ill underscore conscious, I'm a man Jay Royale yeah, right here. You know what I mean? Y'all look for me, man. Google everything on all digital platforms, the epic of Gilgamesh matches out, acres of Diamonds is coming in December the Baltimore Housing Project is out. You know what I mean? So that's what we doing.
3: Nice. I feel like we just stepped into a party right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is that jay O'Yeah shit that's popping off in the background. Yeah, peace of love, peace of love. Dave O'Yeah is in effect. the Baltimore
2: Housing Project. Ah, peace, nigga. peace. Yes, yes. Saying, that right. that <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs>
1: Hey, yo, we about to get up out of here. Bro. Yes. I appreciate
0: y'all for having me. Yeah. yeah, thanks so much, Il, for your
3: time. Yeah, thank you so much.
1: No doubt. Appreciate y'all. Peace.
2: Who pick my linguistics for the derivatives? Kings are distinguished, we move with swift on the primitives. Reptilian incentive slipped will be clipped your appendages Deposit inside your memo, we bang giving them stimulus, pop at the squeeze, Contravi the popular belief. Moroccan has hash of the OG till my oculus deplete. a rocket sleep make my career out of the hottest elite. This gender with genesis is trending. This androgynous disease, possible <laughs> beast. Reflecting the Antichrist. Your lineage, born out of the incest. You like the Ammonite, raising the stock shots. Descend from a lot like the Moabites. You niggas move with deluded coke, but it's overpriced. Money dialogue, watch me slaughter your narcissism Your monkey monologue, piece of pork and the Darwinism The sleeping giant, they peep the use of my participles Devil's rebuke, cause they had disputes with my carbon tissue Police's office, they make his targets in dark cells Piece of the offer was so sincere and it's heartfelt Shipping packages off with parcels The rap came in the streets is the same solid. They farm there Baltimore